A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the AEW Rampage preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Daddy Boys, Michael Sidgwick from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of DT Rampage, baby. <laughs> but before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review AEW Rampage, but also AEW Dynamite, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dubai, oh, pay per views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete. With a bloody good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Sidgwick to look ahead to. Well, actually, I don't think I say it best. I'm going to let someone else say it. Hey, I just met you. And this is crazy. But here's my number. This is rampage, baby. <laughs> 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 That's the best stuff ever, though. Thank you to Tomo on Twitter for making that masterpiece. Um, forever. Preserving that excellent introduction in in lava for for many future generations. Anyway, how are you feeling ahead of Rampage tonight? The the official go home show, I suppose, ahead of Double or Nothing. Somewhat hyped. <laughs> Someone we did, we did like an hour long preview. If you haven't uh, heard it of our of Double or Nothing yesterday. Uh, which is perfect uh, uh, to the pay-per-view on Sunday. So listen to that at your leisure. But uh, yeah, it really was a mixed bag, and I've never seen you on a preview for an AW pay-per-view go, oh, plenty of more matches to talk about. Yeah, I know. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, we've discussed the general vibe of AEW at length. If you want to revisit um, that, again, make sure to listen to the Double or Nothing preview, which um, dropped yesterday. You know, this one's going to last an hour. So, <laughs> look, I'm really hopeful that they're going to do something here that's going to drive my interest. I think it is... Um, AEW's job at this point to really sort of do something on this show that qualifies as a great angle, um, a great promo. One last push, because I think in true NXT TakeOver style, what they've done with Punk and Hangman Page is that they've realized this match graphic sells itself. It's the most unpredictable match in company history. Mm -hmm. CM Punk going for the top title is an absolute draw, and they've kind of just... I don't say taking the piss because there's something they've tried to do and, in my opinion, failed. A um, bit of office insider stuff here. Um, we're talking to Scott Tailford, who you might know as the gaming guy. Yes, the Head Culture Gaming Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. Absolutely. Um, he's also a 
huge presence on YouTube and on the site. Very knowledgeable about games. Um, he's like the sort of the authority yeah. um, in these walls on that. But he's also become all elite. Um, former Attitude Era, ruthless aggression kind of guy. Um, he's heard the buzz about AEW. He's watched it and he's fallen in love with it. And we often chat about um, AEW in this office. He comes into the wrestling office today and he says, oh, God, we, don't, we love Scott, we'd always like to talk to him. But he's like, hey, are you guys busy? How can we talk about wrestling? It's like, let's talk about yes. wrestling. And he was just trying to understand what on earth was going on with the Hangman Page CM Punk promo. Right. Um, go home um, from Dynamite. And, you know, Scott isn't like an idiot. He's like an incredibly like clever guy. Yeah. He knows his stuff. Um, but he's not that au fait with professional wrestling and it's modern history. So I was trying to say, look, what is rumored to have been said in the subtext is that CM Punk is an arsehole to Colt Cabana, who is friends with Hangman Page as part of the Dark Order, and all his talk of workers' rights and being a good presence for the boys and like an honorable stand-up guy is a load of bollocks because he knows firsthand that it's an illusion. And when you turn the, the hard camera off and you take away the microphone and the television, that he's just a bit of a cock backstage and he's seeking to defend AEW from his potentially toxic presence. That is the subtext we kind of think at this point, but um, I love subtext in all fiction, right? I loved how much there was in the um, Hangman Page-Kenny Omega rivalry. This seeming use of it is clearly just mystified most everyone watching. Everyone on Twitter had a different opinion. Scott Telford needed clarification from us. We were quite clearly unable to provide it. Um, I think the idea was that they wanted people to really, and to a degree it's worked, they really wanted people to sort of pour over this and think like, what actually were they talking about? But since everyone has a different and argumentative position about what they're talking about, I don't really think it's worked. It's not one of these wonderful mysteries that pro wrestling can offer like, oh, who did that vignette tease? Or I've heard rumors about a jump happening and could it possibly be? Or these are the reasons why it can't happen. These are the reasons why I hope it happens this is the wrong kind of pro wrestling mm. mystery because it's just confounded people. So I need something direct, fiery, memorable on this show to get me hyped for the show because it's been very much lacking throughout most of the build. Yeah, it's one of those uh, where it's like, I can see where they're coming from because I can't call the finish to that match. You, The three of us, spoiler, all think probably it's going to be Punk leaving with the world title. But that's not really based on anything that's been said in the promos. It's just like, uh, it probably is the right thing for the company. And, you know, Hangman Page has had a decent run with all these great title matches and what have you. And But then again, you know, the, I'm not... There's many options, obviously, with a finish to this match. But the four obvious ones are Babyface Page win, Babyface Punk win, Heel Page win, Heel Punk win. And they're all on the table for me. So in, in that way, it's worked. But like you say, I just feel like they've muddied the waters of what seemed really quite a straightforward build. Um, and I do not buy into that whole... I saw a tweet doing the rounds where it's like, uh, CM Punk, I'm an asshole. Eddie Kingston, I'm an asshole. And then Hangman Page is like, Punk's an asshole. And people are like, what's Hangman Page trying to say? I was like, that's a bit disingenuous, yeah. if I'm perfectly honest. But... I still can't wait for that match, and and many of the matches on Double or Nothing, one of which uh, still to be decided by uh, a match on tonight's Rampage, uh, the Women's Owen Hart Cup Final, um, already there, of course, Britt Baker, but who will go through to face her, Michael Sidgwick? Is it going to be Chris Statlander or Ruby Soho? Ruby Soho. 
Cool. Uh, also on the card, yeah. <laughs> what have you got to say about this? I'm optimistic about the quality of this match. Right. What happens, as we've debated to death, is that the, the women are positioned 75% of the way through the show on that progress bar, with the implication, sadly, being, you know, if you just watch the women for a little bit, there'll, there'll be more men, and we're near the end. <laughs> yes. And we're near the end, so just if you just decided, like, hop on Twitter or just see what's on the news or whatever, you've only got one. Finish those whip. vegetables. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. But this is a live Rampage taping. Um, is it? Yes. Oh, I didn't realise that. That's good. It's a live Rampage taping, and they are obviously going to um, film some stuff at Elevation, but it's going to be another short show. Yeah. Um, I was reading The Observer just dropped earlier, right before we started recording, that um, Dynamite was the shortest AEW event in history. Obviously, they had no um, Rampage to tape, and Elevation only went half an hour, so it was like a two-and-a-half-hour show. You'd expect this to follow suit, which means that this crowd won't have an opportunity to get exhausted. Yeah. There is the idea that they're all in Vegas, so it's the same people who watch Dynamite, so they may be just saving their energy for the um, pay-per-view. But theoretically, like, you go to bed and feel refreshed, or at least I used to before I turned 36, and that's when it all started <laughs> to go wrong. But if this is like a two, two-and-a-half-hour show, what I'm driving at in my customary roundabout way is that this crowd should be up for all of it, including the women. Mm. Statland look great against Red Velvet. Statland look great against Red Velvet, and as has been spoken about in the build, uh, Ruby Soho and Chris Statlander have had a match previously on Dynamite as part of the TBS title tournament. Oh, yeah. Now, this could go one of two ways if it's anything like the first match. Some of the moves in it were absolutely killer. We saw Poison Rawners, and then, like, a shorter Rawner with, like, a much shorter spike. It looked even worse. Like, better, but, like, worse for yes. Ruby Soho taking it. Um, and it was really physical, it was really well worked, head drops, fire, like a real competitive, good women's wrestling match. However, there were two things wrong with it. A, the crowd did not care. They got into it because they were worked into it, but they didn't really care at the start, which dampens the whole vibe and the whole overall experience. Two, Ruby Sold did the most NXT thing to ever NXT with oh, her God. shock kick-out face, where it was like, I'm not being funny. Like, that might have been the moment where I sold my stock. Yeah. She looked ridiculous. I understand what she was trying to do. She was trying to maximize her minutes. She was trying to get over. She was trying to potentially become the love gifts Wrestlers love going for gifts. They realize there's a currency of gifts. Maybe she was trying to get her gif in mm. so that she would be synonymous. Working then, a little gif. Yeah. It's quite good. I'm quite proud of that. In the middle of... I'm quite proud of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Sorry. She's working a little gif. So the idea is <laughs> that voice. if you become a like go-to reaction gif on wrestling Twitter, like name one, like the... Cody Rhodes ear cupping. Yes. Or uh, out. Can you think of like a thing that you see often? I don't want to. I don't want to bury him because I'm a huge, huge fan of his. But you could argue that Chad Gable's shush is a bit giffy. Is a bit. Oh, yeah. uh, thank you. So you see all these gifts to the replies all the time. If it's like Ricky Starks acting like he's incredulous that someone is dead, question yeah. him. That his facial ability has increased his profile because you see Ricky Starks online all the time because you see reaction gifts. I think Soho was going for that. So if someone said, oh, breaking news, so wrestler is just 
done something, then every reply would I be... I use it for a tweet. Yeah, a every reply would be, oh, 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 oh my God. And uh, so maybe that was her way of saying, right, if I can do this, demean myself a little bit, then at least my face will be all over Twitter and people will sort of be reminded of me all the time and it increases my profile. I used it because I remember when it was now, it was early, late late November, early December, because I used it as my wife's reaction when I keep the moustache. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it looked ridiculous. The moustache. And Ruby Soho's okay. reaction. What I'm trying to get at is that this match should be very, very good indeed. Yes. Because, one, it should be louder because this crowd won't be as tired. Two... I think Ruby Soho got the absolute piss ripped out of her online. It will always have gone too far, as these things tend mm-hmm. to do. And I don't really think she's done anything quite so bombastic in her acting since. This should be a superior sequel. And yeah, I, Just I, don't I, do the face. I think you're right. I think you need, it needs to be really good as well to set this up for... Because I think you're right. I think some people have become disillusioned, I think it's fair to say, with, with Ruby Soho. But a decent victory here... The legacy of her history with, with Britt Baker would be easy, far easier to sell off the back of a, a good match here. And arguably, they should get plenty of time. I've got four things on the docket here in front of me, one of which I assume is just a straightforward Young Buck squash match. Obviously, give Danielson and Matt Seidel plenty of time. And then you've got the TNT title shenanigans. But other than that, this should be getting a good few, I mean, a good while, even though we know it's Rampage, so everything has to be a bit condensed. And there's, I suspect they'll add something more. In a last push, yeah, because I think what they'll do is they will add an extra match an hour before showtime, saying if you were on the fence about watching Rampage, this is the start time, it's official. Also, check this match graphic out, you must watch, because it just feels like it's a break away from the format. If it was me, I would book Pack versus Buddy Matthews. It's a way to, Ooh. me and Murray are like desperate to see this match. The yeah. We've got no idea why it kind of hasn't happened yet. Um, it's a perfect way of saying, imagine how great this is going to be it's because you're show. watching it on Rampage. Imagine this awesome match because their exchanges at the Revolution buy-in were absolutely oh my god. <laughs> and uh, imagine this and triple the quality if you buy the pay-per-view. Yeah. That's what I would do. I'm stunned that they haven't done it. But yeah, Ruby Soho advances to the finals. Yes, to sort of close the loop on her... First year arc in AEW. And we've also Actually, got... she's going to lose, so it won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so just do Statlander because it's going to be a better match. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. We've also got Brian Danielson versus uh, Matt Seidel. Brian Danielson, of course, a, bl- a part of Blackpool Combat Club. I was lucky enough to sit down with William Regal yesterday to talk uh, about Blackpool Combat Club, Double or Nothing, and how much Chris Jericho's a toss pot. Uh, that interview, uh, along with uh, Andrew Pollard chatting to the brilliant Ricky Starks and Jamie Hayter, will be coming your way over the next few days. So make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling to hear that. What time is it dropping? Is it going to be daylight, moonlight, or funny by the gaslight? <laughs> I thought for a split second, I was like, I don't know, I'm, I'm scheduled it yet, mate. You really bagged me into a corner, but yes. Find it by the gaslight. Find it by the gaslight. If, if, if you're pushing me, pushing me, I'm going to go with that one. Uh, but yeah, Danielson Seidel, what another great match just thrown together on paper. Yeah, it should be absolutely class. We know why it exists. It exists um, to have Danielson sell, to cast doubt over his ability to perform at double or nothing. Um, it should give... Tony Khan like an out because the clear direction here is that anarchy in the arena is going to go in the favor of Jericho Appreciation Society. Yeah. Um, then they're going to do blood and guts where pro wrestling prevails over sports entertainment. And that's seemingly the direction. It's a bit predictable, but good wrestling is. Um, so I expect Danielson to sell the leg heavily, still win. But this is perfect in a way because... Danielson has been portrayed thus far in AEW as a guy who was like a twat's hair away from winning the world title. Whenever someone with like less experience than him dares compete against him in the ring, he kills them with beautiful pro wrestling violence. If they remind you, the commentary team that is, of just how awesome and indomitable Danielson is in the ring and then Seidel starts to get offense, they can say things like, Jesus Christ, we've never seen someone get this competitive with Danielson in quite a long time, if ever, in All Elite Wrestling so far. You'll get a dramatic match. It will make sense, given that story. Uh, Danielson is carrying kind of a storyline injury at this point, and it will make the pay-per-view result mean something um, because Danielson has been so well established, but it kind of gives the baby faces a way out until blood and guts. So it's all very good, this. Um, I think what's happened is there was a legitimate freak accident, a production hiccup, in which Danielson's leg was trapped, and they thought, why on earth wouldn't we work with this, especially considering it sort of deepens the heft of the result and makes it more credible. But this match should be great. Um, Matt Seidel is so awesome. His stuff looks so unique. It also looks impactful. He's also pretty damn good on the mat as well. Um, Watching Danielson sell and struggle a little bit might just be what's needed to sort of make something more of this ongoing, like, storyline with the Jericho Appreciation Society because Danielson's current character is, like, sort of this ruthless, cold, violent, hard-to-impress guy 
And as much as people love him because he's one of the best or the best ever to ever do this, it's still not the warmest, most sympathetic character. Mm. So it's kind of colliding a little bit with the face heel dynamic. So if they can get him selling and fighting through and just basically displaying more babyface qualities in this match, it might make this feel more like a babyface versus heel proper story that people can invest in. Mm. Just don't say peace, love, and pro wrestling again, Matt Seidel. That's all I yeah. say. Shooting Star Press into some horrible uh, submission. Yes. Right, it's Naturally, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Young Bucks are in action as well. They are, of course, getting ready for their match, uh, a sort of legacy match with the Hardys going down at double or nothing. Uh, straightforward squash. Well, you say that. Right. Oh, okay. I was on social media last night, willing my eldest son to go to sleep because he's gone from half eight to nine. Oh no, you can never go back. You get these half hour increments of when like, when the start, as soon as it starts sleeping through the night, it's generally like half six, seven, when they're like one or two, at least in my experience. And then the older they get, you'll notice, all right, okay, it's take till about 10 past seven, or quarter past, oh right, it's half past, and it's half past for like six months. And then 20 to eight, oh, I'm still not asleep yet. All right, it's going to be 8 o'clock. And then it's 8 o'clock pretty much every night. And it goes up to half 8. And you're like, oh, my God. I'm so <laughs> hungry. And I've got very little time to actually have some time for myself. You obviously love my kids. But you think, get something, just get a little bit back. Yeah, selfish. That's the problem. Now that he's going to bed at 9 o'clock, but he's still at the age where he doesn't really feel comfortable taking himself up. It's like, just take the switch. <laughs> just take the switch. Just take the switch and go. <laughs> So I can watch Twin Peaks or something. <laughs> We've now reached the point where you love your kids, you have a wonderful time with them, but when you like go to work and you have to get up early with the kids and you just think, oh, I just want something to watch on telly. Yes. And eat and just decompress. The joy of eating when the, the, the day is done, you just have some personal time. Oh. Because he goes to bed at nine, we have to eat with him in the same room and it's like, he's the bloody love. <laughs> and I was stealing stuff off my plate and stuff as well. Oh. So I was exclusively making spicy teas at the minute. I make a wonderful General Sauce chicken. Ooh. It has two sort of, so you make a batter for the actual chicken. It has to be thigh because you want the lovely sort of, uh, the fat to mm. make it like juicy and lovely. So you don't dry it out. That's like a soy, um, corn flour, egg oil mixture. So it's a really nice batter. And you put two sets of ingredients. One of them, you think, that's going to be disgusting because it's like tomato puree mixed with like water, soy sauce, cider vinegar. It's a very sour mm. thing. But then when it collides with the ginger and uh, garlic and chili, it's just it's so fragrant, hot, sour, sweet, spicy. Oh, it's an absolute dream. So I make sure to make spicy stuff so you can't steal anything off my plate now. <laughs> Where on earth was I going with this? Young Buck Squash match. All right, so when I was, uh, you know, perusing Twitter, just thinking like, you know, he'll go to bed in a minute. He'll, he'll nod off in a minute. Because I'm in the chair next to him. I noticed that the Young Bucks tweeted something to the effect of, you're not going to want to miss this halo emoji. So they're going to do something, I think, oh, a good guy's disingenuous. That's the deal here, because mm. the angel emoji... Oh, like, but I wouldn't melt with great guys. We're going to do something nice, and it's going to be dickhead stuff from the Young Bucks. So, Hamflat had this idea on the Double or Nothing preview podcast, and I think he's right. I think they are going to come out with, like, the sort of tie-dye mm. 
vest t-shirts, the baggy black jeans, the things in the back of their pockets. Uh, like fishnet. The fishnet thing. stuff, like the sleeve yeah. thing. Maybe even Hardy Pace paint. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and just do full Hardy's cosplay and beat two jobbers. I think they're going to do something dickheaded like this. I don't know who the tag team's going to be. It'll probably be the workhorsemen. Yes. Because they are the sort of fashionable go-to, yeah. go-to let's beat you in two minutes, you can do a solid job on TV um, tag team. Or they might have some really fun opponents lined up as a special guest because we know that Tony Khan absolutely loves his surprises at this point. So who would... A, who could be a tag team that in some way relates to that sort of lineage of pro wrestling, like sort of high-flying tag teams. Like, could they get the rock and rolls? Oh. It'd just be, like, really nasty to them and, like, just stop being, like, dicks and really beat them up in the post-match and sort of, like, take the mick out of them. Like, Matt Jackson does this wonderful, uh, like, hot tag, like, bit where he's, like, pretending he needs to do it when he's actually in control of the match on the heat. If they can do that with Ricky Morton actually in the ring, oh my days. that would be great. And then you've got the Hardys coming out, establishing them as, no, we're taking this sort of, um, the babyface side of this really, really seriously. We're defending the honor of the style and you're taking the piss with it. That could be something they could do. I'm just spitballing here. Um, but I do think they've got something more in mind than, hey, the Young Bucks have just beaten two Goobers yeah. and they're going to cut a little promo afterwards. Like They're more creative than that and they've alluded to something more creative than that happening on socials. What was the names of like the weird, it was like electricity-based names of uh, of Matt and Jeff when they were starting out? Let me Google that, actually. That would be a nice like deep high cut. voltage or something like that, wouldn't it? I think that's more of a night electricity. If they take the piss out of Willow, I'd be absolutely bang up Surge. 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 Surge, dude. So that's Matt. Where's Jeff? What's Jeff? What was Jeff called? Where's Jeff? Uh, oh, maybe it's not. Keith Davis. <laughs> I remember when he was Keith Davis. Keith Davis. But yeah, uh, something like that. And maybe I'm thinking, I like the idea of that. And also, they don't need to hit the Meltzer driver on whoever they're facing. But set up for the Meltzer driver. Jump up. Wait a little. Wait a second. But the puts them in the right place. Twist of fate. Swanton. One, two, three. That's something. You know what I've just thought of? Go on. Right. This is something. You know how everyone was a little bit baffled mm-hmm. on watching Dynamite when Matt and Jeff Hardy said something to the effect of, you know, we're a lot like the Young Bucks. Um, we're both Christian boys raised in a strong family mm-hmm. household that sort of prized family values. Never had anything to drink, smoke, or do drugs or anything. And then everyone watching was like, eh, well, you did do a lot of drugs and drink <laughs> yeah. because I've seen videos of it in a diner and I know you got suspended a million times and you know, they've had their troubles and God bless them, they've really overcame. Absolutely. Could the Young Bucks come out and do was it Victory Road 2011? Yep. Could they come out and do that, like trip over on the stairs, look like they're not particularly... What there will never be. Yeah, look like they're in no condition to perform, and then just pull out some magic. Because that would make a little bit of sick sense of how weird that promo was. They're going to do something. Yes, I know they are. Uh, finally, what happens? With I think I'm not necessarily endorsing that. Yeah, but uh, it could happen. 
Yeah, they're dickheads, so they could do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, the TNT Championship, one of them, was smashed up uh, recently on Dynamite, I believe. And oh, maybe it was on Rampage, actually. And then it got followed up on Dynamite with um, Men of the Year and uh, Dan Lambert saying, oh, just get a new one. Well, so, they've already had one because... Dan Lambert was literally wearing it the entire time. Granted. But um, they've what got a, a stupid load of bollocks this Scorpio is. Scorpio Sky is getting a new custom title tonight. Uh, what's going to happen with it? What could possibly go wrong? Um, I was going to say something disgusting there. It's going to be something disgusting. I can tell you right now. And I'm going I'm, I'm to stick my neck out here, Sige. And it's it's rare that I really go out on a limb like this. I think they're going to slut shame take on to. Uh, maybe, 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 maybe. What they could do is, like... Present it in like sort of you know the black burlap sack sort of looking thing. Mm. Um, burlap sack looking ass. Yeah, and then what they could do is they could sort of have Dan Lambert pass it over to Scorpio Sky. Like, big smiles on the face. It's a celebration. Look, you're the champ. You are the champ. Let's make you look more like a champ, buddy. Here's the new belt. So they remove it from the the black bag. And then the second, right, that Scorpio Sky has it in his hands. Whoopsie, slipped out. Well, that's funny. Pick it back up. Oh, slipped out my hands again. Why is it? Oh, now it's sticking to my hands and I can't. Because it's got Sammy Guevara's cum all over it. <laughs> he came in the bank. Came on the bell. Maybe Conti just sort of like squirted into it as well. Like, who knows? Like, who knows where they're going with this? It's gross. It is. It's horrific. It's not us though. It's them. Yeah, it is it's them. them. And they are inviting me to take the piss out of it. Like I, I used to get so defensive about this promotion. Like maybe honestly, hand on what, on hand on heart, a little bit like, oh, this is good. This is good. Stop being dick about my thing. So understand where people come yeah. from with this. And um, then I kind of grew up. <laughs> And then I realize, you know, you're allowed to take the piss out of it when it invites ridicule. And this just invites ridicule, so that's why I'm making jokes about Sammy Guevara jizzing on a title. You know why? Because he's already done it. Yeah, I was going to say, if it was, uh, like, anything else, you might say, because they obviously want the match at double, well, presumably yeah. they want the match at double or nothing, uh, and it might get established tonight, that uh, Scorpio Sky pulls it out, and a bit like it did many, many moons ago in WWE, I think with the IC title, this is too small to be a bell. Oh, it's not the real one. I've got it. I'm Scorpio Sky. And if you want it, you have to give me the mixed tag match at double or nothing or whatever. And then you can have your belt or if whatever. If they mirror the build to WrestleMania 31's belt theft angle, I will just start watching it impact. It's getting raves, you know. I really should do more to check it out. I'm saying they're not going to do that. I'm saying 100% your pitch is what they're going to do. It's the jizz belt. This. <laughs> Actually, it's not sticking to me. Smells a bit funny, though. Has someone been, like, boiling potatoes and putting some glue in it? <laughs> Tatty water, you heard that? No, I heard that. Like, potato water. Yeah. Like, you know when you boil potatoes? <laughs> it's going to be grim, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, presumably this will lead to that mixed tag match, whether it be on the Dynamite after or at Double or Nothing. But uh, I'm not holding my breath for this to be an all-timer segment, to be honest. no. I think it's probably best that we're not going to be reviewing Rampage. Yeah. We will be reviewing Double or Nothing, though, so uh, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling for that. It's all a bit all over the place with the pay-per-view uh, being on the Sunday. But, well, 
We'll sort some out, hey. Uh, and we are doing the live stream for it. Myself and Michael Hamlet are going to be there Sunday night on our YouTube channel, so join us for that. And if you subscribe to What Culture Dressing, our review in the, I'm going to say, early hours of Monday morning, I'm hopeful it is, rather than sort of mid-afternoon or whatever, uh, um, we'll be uh, we'll be discussing it, uh, all the fallout from that then. And I'll get a bit of a, a brief, we'll get more of a detailed deconstruction of the paper on the Dynamite preview next week. But you and I will probably be doing the raw preview on Monday, won't we? And I'll get I'll get your thoughts on it yeah. in the immediate fallout. And you can read about it. You'll be doing the star ratings for whatculture.com too. Absolutely. Uh, and keep an eye out for those interviews as well with William Regal, Ricky Starks, and Jamie Hayter coming your way soon. But for now, this has been the AW Rampage preview. Uh, you can let us know your thoughts on Twitter at whatculturewwe. Watch there. Follow both of us. Follow Michael Sidgwick at... M. Sidgwick. Uh, you can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE, as I said. Uh, but for now, my thanks to Michael Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.